Bob nose twitched every few seconds in case anything was cooking nearby, for if there was, he planned on being there first. He wore a black jacket with lots of zipper pockets that were full of treats and stuff confiscated from small fry. At the moment, we were disagreeing about my baseball cap, which he'd snatched while dragging me up the bridge. He was wearing it, but claiming he wasn't. I can't even think why he'd want to wear a cap with a girl's name on it, except to start an argument. Say your prayers, Claire, Duke shouted. But before he could think of how to threaten me next, a sweet old voice called up to us from below. Excuse me, the old voice said. Have you seen a muskrat go by? Floating below us was a tall old lady in a red rowboat with yellow seats. She wore a blue flowery dress, a red checkered apron, and one orange tennis shoe, a high top. Her other foot was bare. Her hands and apron had a dusting of white flour, and I caught a whiff of homemade bread. Beat it, you old bat, yelled Duke. His name is Prince Leopold, the old lady said unperturbed, and he was carrying one of my sneakers. Can't you see I'm busy? Duke shouted. I think he went that way. I pointed where the muskrat had been headed. You stay out of this, Duke warned me. Is that a girl you're holding? The old lady politely asked. She held her hands above her eyes to shield against sun glare off the water. It's a warthog, Duke shouted. It doesn't look like a warthog. The old lady tilted her head sideways for a better view. I'd say it looks like a girl. Are you calling me a liar? The old lady thought that over. Reaching into an apron pocket, she pulled out a pinch of what looked like flour and blew it toward us. The flower glittered in the sun and dusted my face. I'm afraid I giggled. Sounds like a girl, the old lady judged. That scorched Duke's cheeks and started a rumble shimmying up his throat. The last time I'd seen him this mad was when he'd salt and peppered a grasshopper but couldn't make me eat it. Leaning over the edge of the bridge to aim me better, he shouted, You asked for it! His grip tightened around my ankles as he positioned me for a direct hit. The old woman shook her head sadly at his efforts and called out, You're sort of a wimp, aren't you, son? Squinting one eye, Duke lined me up perfectly with the rowboat and broadcast with a great deal of satisfaction. Bombs away! A half minute later, nothing had happened. Between Duke's sweaty palms and my dripping socks, I began to worry that I might slip out of his grasp before he could drop me. I'm waiting, the old lady called out. Forever after, Duke always claimed he might never have let go if she hadn't driven him to it. You might think it wouldn't take long to fall 20 feet, but believe me, it can take up most of a day. My eyes were open all the way, too. The wind fluttered my ponytail and tickled my one crooked tooth. I tried riding myself so that I wouldn't hit head first, but I rolled too far and did a full somersault. Everything seemed stuck in turtle time.
Up on the bridge, Duke's eyes were large as tennis balls. Down below, the old lady had positioned a plump cushion on the seat where I was headed. She sat with her hands folded on her lap, as if waiting for someone invited to tea. Beside the boat, a muskrat head popped out of the water, holding an orange tennis shoe in its mouth. One look at me falling out of the sky made him dive elsewhere. Now that I was closer to the old lady, I could see that reading glasses hung around her neck on a gold chain. Wisps of white hair poofed out around a straw hat. Her face was friendly as a daisy's. I had time to take all that in, and still I wasn't done falling. In the name of science, I decided to try an experiment and counted to ten, real slow. After that, there wasn't much doubt, but I counted to ten again, even...